0: the New Japan Cup. Hey man, what you think New about Japan it? Cup. Tell me about it.
1: New Japan Cup, New Japan, New Japan, New Japan Cup. Oh my god, dude, that was so good! It was so
0: good, <laughs> so much so that you needed to make a an impromptu chant for it.
1: There's a there's a gift that I've seen on Facebook that I've I've like used. I don't know how many times around this time of year. It's just one dude. I have no idea who he is, and he's sitting there and he just goes New Japan Cup, New Japan Cup. New Japan, New Japan, New Japan Cup, and like it's that little (laughs) gift. It's just some dude like on a microphone, and I I feel him in my soul. Whenever whenever (laughs) not even chatting for
0: a wrestler, chatting for an event.
1: Exactly, chatting for the tournament.
0: For the tournament itself. Well, if anybody's been listening to Okada Shorts for a while, you know. We normally do New Japan cup dates where we drop in. We kind of take turns and drop in and do a couple of nights each and keep everybody up to date on everything New Japan. Well, we fucking failed at that this year. We uh, we got a couple off, but uh, events out of our control led to that not being possible. So instead, you're about to get a mega giga wrap-up episode where I think we have to go back all the way to the night of the 13th uh, to cover everything we haven't touched on. But we're just going to run through basically the the matches, just give our thoughts, give our um, opinions on how each of the wrestlers went, and then uh, spend most of our time talking about the final and what is coming for Sakura Genesis.
1: Well, while, while we're doing that, why don't we talk about who you think is... Who do you think is looking the best coming out of this? Who's your MVP coming out of the, uh, the New Japan Cup this year? Out of the finalists or out of the entire cup? Out of the enf- entire roster.
0: Oh, wow. Can my answer be two people? Yes. Aussie Open. Yeah. <laughs> it's just that simple, right? It's just that simple. Like, um, For two reasons. Uh, Kyle Fletcher looks like the absolute future of pro wrestling. He looks like the fucking second coming of like Kenny Omega and Will Ospreay. He, you know, this, this dude's what, 23, 24 in a few years. Can you imagine what he's going to be? Like if he continues down, if like, yeah, New Japan better have signed them. I tell you that much, but, Absolutely Kyle Fletcher. I thought he put on an amazing, amazing showing for his two matches. And then Mark Davis too. Talk about picking up the ball and running with it, man. Looking like an absolute killer. Um, people been saying he's looking like he belongs in 90s New Japan. I'm sorry, 90s All Japan. Looking like a Stan Hansen type. And they're not wrong. He had a fucking banger match with Will Ospreay. Uh, then Will gets injured. He gets the tap on the shoulder. Goes on to give like... Evil and Sonata, both their best matches like in a row, basically, you know, like he absolutely killed it, dude. Um, So for me on both sides of the bracket, like those two guys killed it who I feel like Mark Davis is now and Fletcher is the future. That's how I feel like.
1: I could, I could really see Mark Davis making a lot of noise. Like, I I like Jeff Cobb in in the United United Empire because he's you know he's a big bruiser, he's fun, he's there to kick ass, you know that sort of thing. And Mark Davis is just like that but more. He's more my style. Like I I yeah. love Jeff Cobb like he could throw a man a mile. Uh-huh. Mark Davis will hit you with a fucking like a lariat that will like knock your head clean off.
0: I love how dirty he is if that makes sense, like scrappy and real and you know, like, Jeff Cobb's an Olympic athlete and is very polished, like, in his offense and everything, but, like, Davis would just knock you the fuck out, and it's awesome. Um, that messy fucking pile driver he gave Sonata was so sick, like, out of nowhere, oh. and just drops him on his fucking head, and then just leaves him there, and he just, like, timbers, like... Over.
1: <laughs> was... Yeah, he gave him the old uh, Shawn Michaels cell. Yeah, that and, was Yeah,
0: and talk about a fucking... That's how you do House of Torture too. That was House of Torture's best match, not even just Evil's best match. Like, they made, like, the entire United Empire coming out to back him up and him fighting through and Jeff Cobb putting a move on him and then Davis finishing him off and all this. Like, they just looked like stars. Like, it was so fucking cool. And he's... That finisher he does where he just spins 1,000 fucking times... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> then, then drops him. It's just ridiculous, dude. I was like, he's going to drop it. He just kept going forever. Like, it was so good. Like, I really enjoyed it. That that evil House of Torture match versus Mark Davis might have been my favorite match of the entire fucking cup. And it was all bullshit, but I just had so much fun watching it.
1: Yeah, you know, it's, it's funny now that we're talking about House of Torture. Uh, I did send you a... I did send you a text message that said, I've just found out that my wife loves the house of torture. Yes, she did. Oh God. Like we're sitting there, we're watching, we're watching the match. I believe it was the one with Jeff Cobb. And, uh, I'm like, Oh, evil. And she looks up, she goes, Oh, I love evil. I was like, what? And she's like, yeah, he, he does all that. Like, you know, the heelish bullshit that I think is so funny. And I'm like, what <laughs> wife, <laughs> To,
0: I love evil. She just doing? declares it. You're like, I'm. I'm sorry, what? And she's like, Oh yeah, he's my favorite wrestler. And you're like, Sorry.
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. Great Okan's her favorite. Oh, I thought uh, I thought was her favorite. Taguchi is her favorite, <laughs> but also Evil is her favorite. Yeah.
0: Um, I told you about uh, Amy the Amy 180 on Sonata, like. So unimpressed by <laughs> by like oh what we're gonna have to see Sonata at thing blah 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 oh, I'm not really into that. Then I go something has happened with Sonata. It's just like what? And all I do is show her a picture of him, and she's like, just five guys, more like just one guy. She- <laughs> she's like "Okada who" like just instantly all about Sonata, her new favorite yeah, wrestler i was like this right. is so textbook you like.
1: let's no let's okay let's real quick the 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 rant that i went on do new we want, rant, we want to address
0: yes. that before we get into it okay let's
1: let's get into it before cuz okay as i said on that episode when you are prevented presented with new facts you have to change the conclusions that you had come to okay. i'm still gonna i'm still gonna sit here and for the life of me i will say that match was dog shit bro oh
0: dude it that absolutely a, fucking uh, sucked
1: that was a dumpster fire of a fucking match it is not what i want to show anyone like, when i say who this fucking is a new Japan thought main event. who fucking thought <clears throat> that kenta
0: versus Sonata, and not even new Ju- Japan cup winning five guys fucking Sonata. Cold skull Sonata
1: would Wednesday be a good match. Friday,
0: yeah. Who thought that would work?
1: Or It would be a fine match. It be a fine match if it was 12 minutes long.
0: Or are they such evil motherfuckers that they're like, you know how you got a taste of Tai Chi and how fucking good that fiery Sonata was? Let's just dip back in for one little last taste so it really fucking tastes good once you pass this absolute dog shit. It's like, like you, <laughs> like Vince McMahon, like, yeah, you gotta fucking love it. And then they make you eat that, and you're like, Sonata is fucked, complete regression. Take out everything I said, and then they're like, you like that, did you? Now let's bring in Davis. And you're like, oh, <laughs> fuck. Let's give him Finlay and like, really fucking. Do- oh, what's that? Thai cheese coming out at the end of the main event versus Nida? He's changing factions, and now he's going to wrestle different, and now he's the most handsome man you've ever seen in your life? We made him fucking wear a beard and fucking look like a, a pirate for fucking seven years? Here you go. You're welcome. Like, is it... Oh, my God. Did they think that was going to be a banger, or are they like, we're about to stink the fucking place out so it tastes so much better?
1: So I think I think that's exactly what it was. They, well, uh... I was listening to uh, We Work Stiff, and Josh shout uh, out. came with a theory. Mm-hmm. Shout out! What up, Josh? Um, I love that guy. A- every time shout I listen to, to one of their episodes, I end up sending Josh an, an, a text message or so on a DM on Twitter, just going, "Oh god, another fucking banger, dude! God damn it!" Yeah. Anyway, um, good shout out the Dracula of Vernacular.
0: <laughs> 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 shout out the <laughs> Mumble Bob. All the all the cast of characters from We Work Stiff. I love that fucking show.
1: So Josh comes up with a theory that they they did that on purpose. They give you the Amuse Bouche of uh, him with Tai Chi, and it's like a movie, right? Yeah. Like the hero sees the 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 path that they have to walk down, and he he says, "No, I have to do this. I have to do this on my own," and starts walking down that other path, which is the Kenta Sonana match. Yeah. And it's such dog shit that he goes, "No, no." I need help, and that's when he—that's when he like finally turns back to the to the to the light side of the force. Yeah, you
0: know? he he at the very end of the Kentabachi manages to pull it out by using that new offense, and he's like, "The new offense does seem to be working better for me. Maybe I I need some boys."
1: If they did that in twelve minutes, it would be fine. The, I think the they time, time re- I think they really wanted the us break. to
0: fucking feel bad about it, so we would feel so much better on the other side of it
1: yeah either way really that's just some evil it's, it's a
0: real shitty thing. it's a real dick move to fucking put your fans through that
1: yeah it but, was fucking no, it worked
0: it, but besides their the chair shot to the head that match was absolute dog shit
1: yeah dude i never want to watch that again like if if someone if if someone wanted to like torture me you know, they were like, oh, we're going to sit you down and we're going to pull out your fingernails and all these things. Like, do it, shit bitch. Do it, bitch. Yeah.
0: They're like, they've put you in the chair. They've got the fucking clockwork orange eye things keeping it open. And you're yeah. like, I'm never going to fucking tell, man. I'm never going to do it. And they're like, what if we put on something that you, you could never even handle and go, I care too much about the people I love to ever fucking tell you anything. There's nothing you can show me. And they're like, is that so? And then they hit play playing Sonata's music hits, and you see him walk out. And you're like, "Wait, this isn't the 12th of March, is it? This no. is an AMA. I, I, don't, I don't know what city it was, but you know what I mean. This isn't. No, okay, it was this guy. He was here, like, immediately giving it up before he even hits the ring.
1: Oh my god, oh, I hated it so much. Oh no, every every bit of my every bit of my life, like drained. I, I was. Dude, I watched –
0: I'm not even exaggerating. I watched that match for two days because, like, I kept (laughs) going back to – I don't have a lot of time. And I'm like, I'll quickly watch it before work. Surely then it's not going to be too long. Still going. Okay, I guess I'll uh, watch it in my lunch break and just finish this bad boy off. Still going.
1: Mm.
0: Okay, I may want to kill myself, but let's, uh, let's go breakfast tomorrow morning just before I walk out the door. I'll just finish this last two minutes. Okay, lunchtime. Here we are again. Fucking, there's another ref bump. Are we ever gonna get to the end of this fucking match?
1: I almost didn't even finish it. Ref bumps,
0: dude, a thousand. How many ref bumps was it? One thousand ref bumps. I counted. It was a clock. It was. It was like the super kick party of ref bumps.
1: The absolute worst. It was the dirt fucking worst.
0: It's one of the worst matches ever.
1: But you know what? We're we're not talking about that match anymore. But yeah, we just had to get
0: it out of our system. So just to say this to anybody that's like, oh, fucking how wrong were you proved with your fucking shitty take that fucking they need to go to jail for doing that match? I absolutely think Curtis is correct. And whoever booked that Mm -hmm. needs to go to jail. But that doesn't mean that we can't say that now on the other side of the New Japan Cup, we feel like Sonata is in a better place. Does that mean... He should be the new IWGP World Heavyweight Champion. Does that mean that he's now a really good wrestler? No. But what it means is that I have hope that he can be those things. And that's really important. Like That's all I ever wanted from him because the there's a theme in this podcast when you hear me talk about stuff. From the very first time I had Curtis on to talk about New Japan, all I said was I just want them to do anything. Just do something because when it's fucking boring and there's no progression, then I'm out. And if it feels like a chore to watch it, then why do I watch New Japan? But when they're doing things like this, when they're keeping things moving, when they're doing stuff, and I mean, we've gotten out of two years of them being in a holding pattern and we all understand why, but at the end of the day, you have to be creative. Like you can't just exist on goodwill alone. And I feel like they're really turning up the soil and moving pieces around. And we'll, we'll get to where, you know, when we talk about the final, we'll get to some of the other things that are going on. We'll rewind in a second, but I will say that after the entire New Japan Cup is done, I feel like the landscape in New Japan is very different, and I'm very excited for the future, and I'm very excited to attend Sakura Genesis.
1: Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, Hell yeah man. So let's talk about the next. The next night we had uh, Jeff Cobb versus Evil and Will Osprey versus Mark Davis. You want to talk about either of those? Because I've I've got a little bit of uh talk about the Jeff Cobb Evil match, of course. Because like I said, this is where Donna dropped the bombshell. please on yeah, me you, and, you you uh,
0: wax lyrical about it, and I'll just uh, I, I'm not even sure I can really remember much about it. I remember the like baseball chair shot headshot thing looking particularly bad. Like, it, it just stayed on Jeff Cobb's head, and I don't know if that's good. Um, but-
1: <laughs> she she loves, like, heelish antics. Yeah. She thinks that shit's hilarious. Absolutely. She She's wants right. to, you know, she wants to see more of that. And uh, so, like, when when the entire House of Torture, when all the hot boys came came down and started, like, hitting people with wrenches and there was the big, like, WCW, Monday Nitro, like two giant factions coming out and warring together. Was this the one where
0: like O'Kan gets like handcuffed to the fucking railing? And he's there until the end, like the credits roll and he's still there.
1: (laughs) It was like- The building's empty
0: and he's like just still chained to the- (laughs) And Ospreay and that are like, we'll be back. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Dude, yeah. Like fucking Mark Davison comes out for the next match and is just like looking at O'Kan like, He's like, "What are you doing?" He's
0: like, "I can't really do anything to help you right now, man. Good luck with this."
1: <laughs> yeah, he's he's like, oh, "I gotta go face the best wrestler on the planet real quick. Hold on." Um, no, no, no. Yeah, just she's fucking loves loves that shit. She's laughing at every single like ref bump or, you know, every time someone's thrown into the barricade. You know, like the the yeah the fucking home run shot with the chair. She thought was great. Like she loved that shit, and I was just like, how how did you just do this to me why my soul no she 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 thinks that shit's funny and like go to go to go to court <laughs> go to divorce um, go
0: to go to pray
1: no she uh yeah but she then she saw them like you know take the great o'con out and she was like oh no now they've crossed a fucking line <laughs>
0: So, <laughs> friendship over, friendship, friendship over. ended with House of Torture. O'Carroll is now my new best friend.
1: Yeah, R- rest in peace, twenty twenty three to twenty twenty
0: three. I so love that was, she that turns a on pain. a dime, much like Amy does. That's a Donna one eighty right there. She immediately turns on. The, she like loves, She level. loves
1: Jeff Cobb too. She says that um, the first time she saw Jeff Cobb in um, in person, she was like, he's very pretty. He's a very pretty man. She she thinks he's got good skin. She says he's got nice thighs.
0: I don't think she's wrong. I've never really thought about it, but but you can't really call her. Where's the lie?
1: <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, <laughs> great. Uh, then uh, then came Will Osprey and Mark Davis, and holy shit! Yeah, what a fucking match, eh? Yeah.
0: So, do we know if the injury? was real i i miss you i'm like is this a work i'm like maybe i think it's a work because like it was sort of the story of the match but i haven't watched it back to see the moment he started favoring the arm you know what i mean because i know that it was like the story but i i didn't see anything particularly happen was there a moment where you were like oh he just landed wrong or something
1: i didn't see a specific moment where he landed yeah. wrong um Someone suggested that it was during that big cent uh, on that Mark Davis does that he might have landed on Osprey's shoulder wrong. Oh, okay. uh, someone suggested there was an outside spot where um, Osprey landed on his shoulder wrong. I didn't see it. Yeah. I, okay. So I'm, I'm going to, we've talked about this, you and I specifically. I don't like this. I, if it is, if it is, if it is a work, uh, it makes you real, sad. If it is a work, it makes me sad. Like the, you know, the press release that they put out and stuff like that, like that's stuff that's reserved for people like when they get COVID or when they're actually, when they're actually hurt, like that's, that's the, that's an equivalent to me of like a ref throwing up the X during the match. Like that's something you just don't fucking do. If it's a storyline, if it's a storyline, explain it in Kfabe on the, on the show. Yeah. You know, come out the next, come out the next show and explain, um, you know, we're having to to pull Will Osprey from such and such, and uh, he's going to be replaced by Mark Davis, and that way you can you can have that blurred line, you know, but it's still a line.
0: Is you know what I mean? Is not the nature of professional wrestling that it's a work though, and that it's designed to mislead the public. And in this world that we live in now, where everybody is a smart fan and everybody knows everything, is it unexpected that wrestling companies would try and find new and creative ways to use what people think they know to be real against them to work them and make and like tell better stories or, or be creative like in how they deceive people?
1: Yeah. Um, I can see that. I can see that that's like. They need to come up with new ways to to work Twitter. I get it. Yeah. But and maybe and maybe that's exactly what it is. I don't I don't know. But like it just I feel like maybe there's just lines you don't cross. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. I don't know. I don't know. And and who's to say who's to say it even is a work? Yeah. Like oh, I mean, I mean it work, could we're, absolutely
0: we're just... be real. I was just like, is this part of the storyline? Because they started started telling the match. During like started telling the story of the injury during the match. And that could have been because it was real and they were seeing it happen. Or it could have been like, we need to get Osprey out of this tournament because he's not going to win it, but we've got very big things planned for him for the end of the year. What's a different way to get him out without having him, say, rolled up by Yano? Or like House I... of Torture bullshit uh, him out of the tournament? Because I could say that I would be mad if I watched... Yeah, I know, ball shot him and roll him up. And I'd also be mad if it was just like Dick Togo choking him out, you know? So I'd want a creative way for him to be out of the tournament. And, I mean, maybe, it's a, maybe that's a way to do it. And maybe it's also a way that where Will Ospreay was like, I fucking love Mark Davis like a brother. I'm telling you he will kill these matches in my stead. Put him in. And that could have been if he was injured too, or it could have been like, this is the storyline we're going to tell. So I don't know what's true, and I don't really want to know. I like being worked, and I kind of hope it's a work because I kind of don't want him to be injured. I hate it when wrestlers get hurt. So I would like to be worked. Yes. If he's really injured, and they did back in Davis, and he stepped up to the plate, then that's amazing too. Either way, we got great matches because of it, and I hope we'll I'll spray okay. But I don't, I don't think I've got that line in the sand quite as firmly as you. I do think they're there needs, like, maybe the X is something not to fuck with just because you kind of need that, like, hey, this is a serious fucking moment. But, hey, who's to say that there's not another symbol that we don't know about because we're not wrestlers? You know what I mean? Like That's true. And if people have got earpieces, there's other people around the ring, maybe there's other things they can say or do or, or whatever because the X is so used now and has been used in those situations. Maybe there's at one point where it was used as a, a work and people were like, yo, that's out of line, but now it's blown out of the water. Anyway, they, they're, they're doing something else, you know, I don't know. Uh, and I guess I'll never know unless I become a wrestler, but, but yeah, I, I just want to, I, I try and suspend disbelief as much as I can. You know what I mean? I kind of hate being a smart fan. <laughs> I hate uh, I being able to be fan. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I, when I watch the show, I just want to watch the show. And you know, break it down later. Like I don't want to try and predict things. I, I like to have fun imagining where it's going to go, but I don't want to like be like, "Oh, here's where it's going to go. I know exactly what's going to happen." I'm not. I'm not that guy. That's not me. Yeah. But I think when when you have and they and they had such a fucking good match. I'm pretty sure that was my match of the tournament, mm-hmm. Davis and Osprey.
0: It was really good.
1: Um, it was so good. And uh, you know, when you have a match that fucking good, and then. Turn around and take out the best wrestler in the world afterwards because he's you know injured and you don't know if the injury is real and shit like that. Like, I don't know, man. I prefer, I prefer either it's kayfabe or it's not. You yeah. know, so yeah, I don't know
0: exactly. Um, yeah, I, 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 definitely don't know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take it on face value and say he's injured, um, and that Mark Davis got an opportunity and he killed it. Um, and yeah, and I if somebody had to get injured for a reason like at least they made you know at least they made the most of it and he absolutely took the ball and run with it so it wasn't wasted because the other the other scenario was like okay well we we just swap uh davis back in he has a match with evil and then evil wins you know and then you get pissed oh my allergies are getting me i'm so sorry today i might even let you do a uh, wax lyrical about this next setup while I go and have an antihistamine. <laughs> I will okay. return in 2 okay. seconds. But tell me about the setup for the next event on the
1: 15th of March. Okay. So the next event, the two matches for the 15th of March, the Ides of March, Great O'Con and David Finley, and then Shota Umino and Zach Saber Jr. and I loved both these matches. Um David Finley, his new bullet club like i new japan cup date number one the first time we get to see david finley i was so excited because he's taking bullet club in like such a brutal direction he's not doing the you know house of torture route he's not having ghetto interfere there's no you know knuckle duster shots or anything like that he's just coming out and brutalizing people. And I've, I've heard some people complain that his body's not, he doesn't look like a brutalizer. Um, you know, he's not a big burly man. Who's like taking it to great. O'Connor. Like he, great. Ocon's bigger than him, but he was still able to brutalize him, you know, take him down and, and show him what for. And um, I love that. He's been hitting the trash Panda out of nowhere because you still realize that he is a very strong person. So, maybe he doesn't need to have that body i mean new japan is about aesthetics so that's that's a thing but um david finley's a very strong man his new character is a direction i fucking love and you know not every dude in a street fight is going to be the most like buff dude it's whoever you know can you know do what nasty shit they need to do to get out on top you know Um, and it turns out right now that David Finley's the, the kind of dude who's doing nasty shit to come out on top. And I, I love him. Um, Rife has said it before. He needs to change the, change the name of the trash Panda. (laughs) Like, you know, you go like, uh, bloody Sunday DDT or the styles clash or the, you know, the one winged angel, the the Switchblade. I'm sorry. The, um, (laughs) blade runner and the trash Panda. One of these things is not like the other. Anyway, <clears throat> next match was Zack Saber Jr. versus Shota Umino. Uh, Umino beats Zack Saber Jr. with a Death Rider, but it took him 26 minutes to put Zack Saber Jr. away. And he challenges for the TV title. Rafe will be there for that. Very, very fucking jealous. Um, the thing is, the TV title, of course, they have 15-minute matches. Can he put Zack Sabre Jr. away in 15 minutes? It took him 26. Took him almost a half hour. Almost a half hour to beat Zack Sabre Jr. with the Death Rider. I don't know if he can put Zack Sabre Jr. away in 15 minutes. Shota is uh, talented. He's on the come-up. Can he beat a dude at the top of his game right now in less than 15 minutes? I don't know. He can know What do you think, Ray?
0: I don't think he can I think uh they're just getting it set up uh and to give Toda tota o- Coda an opportunity. Shota, Jesus Coda, fuck. You can tell I've been sneezing my head off uh, sort of the, <laughs> off the mic here, but uh this antihistamine will will settle in it as well. I don't think he will, but again, it's just another good opportunity, more experience. And I feel like this was maybe like Shota's best match to date. Um and it proves that he's very, like very still news. learning, you know? Um and and learning the lessons that he's being taught as he's doing them, I think he, he looked great in this match, and I think Zach did so.
1: I think the okay. So what I realized during this tournament, because a lot of people were down about Shota after the um, after that Naito match, yes. And I think I, I think I realized why, and I wanted to say this to get your opinion on it. Uh huh. Shota has huge babyface energy, right? Yes. Correct. And we want the baby faces to fire back up after being beat down. And so you see, you see his match against Will Ospreay, which was great. The one that they had at um, historic X over and the one that they had at Royal Quest were both great sure. because Osprey can be vicious. You see the match that they have that he had with Zack Sabre Jr. And Zack Sabre Jr. can be vicious. And, you see the match that he had with David Finley and David Finley nowadays is super vicious. Mm -hmm. And so those matches that he's having are very good. Then you have a match with Naito and Naito is not someone who is vicious. Naito is not someone who's going to beat you down. Naito is very cold, very calculated, and he's going to like taunt you and stuff like that, but he's not going to be vicious and take you apart piece by piece and grind you down so that you can rise back up. Mm -hmm. You know,
0: and the, so, the, it was like pretty clear that the crowd also, I mean, Naito's so popular. So Shota almost wasn't really put in a position where he could succeed because he's he's versing one of the most popular guys in New Japan that the crowd won't even let be a heel, even when he is, you know? And, yep. and he's supposed to be this, like, plucky baby face. But how can he? Because he... He can't, he's not over yet. And he, he's versing somebody super, super popular and likable. So unless he mm-hmm. was going to show, which I mean, is the way to do it is show shows like an edge of, of brutality and, and viciousness himself, but, but it's too, too soon in the piece for that, you know?
1: Definitely. So I think that Shota right now currently needs someone to grind them, some, someone to uh, beat him down and really like put him in the dirt so that he can rise up like the Phoenix. Like he needs Did you see the match between um David Finley and Tomatonga? I did. And it, you saw how brutal David Finley was to Tomatonga and how easily it was for Tomatonga to like fire up and get right back into it. And like yeah. that's that's what Shoda needs. Yeah. That's what Shoda needs.
0: Yeah. So and that also that's a great point. That's when Thomas at his best as well. As a babyface when he's fiery you know, babyface. Because they are that's exactly the characters they're both running at the moment. And so and if they're not giving that, then they're giving you nothing.
1: Exactly. Exactly. So let's talk about Mark Davis versus evil. Yeah. Evil.
0: Evil. Uh as I said, probably one of my favorite matches of the of the tour, if not the my main favourite match, I think. Just absolute bullshit it was just like you know old school american wrestling i guess like attitude era american wrestling with all of the bullshit but you loved every second of it it's what you want from a house show it's the Mm -hmm. good guy winning the bad guy and all these fucking cronies getting beat up by everybody i love that they paired everybody off you know one by one as the united empire got the better of all the all the house of torture boys and uh in the end you know davis won but The crowd was there for it, and he looked like a huge baby face by the end of it, which was really, really fun. And everybody was well and truly on their side. And yeah, and that match, I think it's the water slide, is the the spinning kind of thing he does. It was crazy how fast he was, especially with a dude like Evil. Yeah, but it's like Evil's one of the bigger guys on the roster, and he was just spinning so fast. It was absolutely crazy. I, I loved it, man.
1: Well, Dunk Daddy, well, you know, he used the power of that badonka donk that he's got. That's it. And uh, he, hoisted, <laughs> he hoisted Evil up and said, You're going for a ride, big guy, and fucking threw him into the sun. It was amazing. Yeah, it was amazing.
0: Yeah, re- really enjoyed it. Um, what did you think of Nido and Sonata? So, this is the the beginning or a match that will sort of go down as the beginning of Sonata's metaphor for metamorphosis and change into who he's going to be. I don't think the match particularly was wrestled super different by Sonata, but it, at the end, you know, that like the fire and stuff that he started to show. And then obviously like the arrival of Tai Chi and the the change and stuff like that was the beginning of, of everything.
1: Yeah. I think the um, Tetsu Naito could fucking wrestle a broom and have it come out good. Uh I I don't know. it was fine. Um, yeah, the, the the story of this match was, you know, is Sonata going to go backwards or forwards? And he went forwards, and that was really cool., um, everyone, I remember like I didn't watch this live because I had worked that night. And so I was I made the mistake of getting on Twitter as I was firing up fucking uh, New Japan world and saw everybody freaking out about Sonata. Becoming the fifth guy, yeah, just the fifth guy, and um, you know, I. This is good. This is good for Sonata. Yeah. It's very, very good for Sonata. Kind of sucks for Taichi, eh?
0: Um. Yes and no. I mean, kind of in that he's he's clearly not being positioned as the centerpiece of the guys, but I think he he will still elevate anyway. Because he's going to be his right hand, he's probably going to talk for him more. I could definitely see a fucking awesome World Tag League run, or even like a, a championship tag run with the two of them. Um, and there was even little moments. I mean, let's just touch on it now a little bit. Um, in the in the end, after Sonidas won everything. Um, there's a moment where Okada comes out, they're talking all that shit, and he's like, You need to get ready because I'm going to fucking, you know, bust that ass kind of thing. He says, Come at me, bro. And and Sonata just sort of looks at him, and then Tai Chi steps between them. And you don't hear what Tai Chi says, and the commentators don't say anything, but he's got a smirk on his face and he says a few words to Okada, and Okada looks at him, and then it's time for him to mosey on. You know what I mean? He, he kind of like looks at him and then he, he starts to make his exit. Um,
1: I know you love those character moments. You fucking Taichi know it because
0: Mikata. if you rewind back to F- Faces and Feels episode fucking one, uh, two years ago or whatever, the th- a moment that I talked about was back when Suzuki-gun returned to New Japan Pro Wrestling and Suzuki gets his shot at the title. Okada the Raymaker comes out. He makes his way down to the bottom of the ramp. All of Suzuki-gun around the ring and at the very bottom of the ramp is Tai Chi. Now, Tai Chi was a very different person then, and our boy Okada looks at Tai Chi. He just looks him up and down, and he smirks in his face, and he just breezes past him. He just... Mochi's really ruining my flow on this promo. But, uh, and, and he just breezes past him and pays him no mind. And then I love these little moments where, as Tai Chi is evolving over time, Okada takes him more seriously now. He's, he's not fucking about He's not laughing in his face. He, he understands that despite being the fucking, uh, I think the <laughs> the word we work stiff used was cunt that uh, Okada is right now, he understands that is going to be dangerous here because he's evolved, he's different, and he, he was like, hey, we said we we're going to be rivals. Where you been, you bastard? <laughs> it was literally his exact words. He's like, I've been waiting for you. And he's like, but it's not going to matter because winning a New Japan Cup isn't winning a title. But... He doesn't know, like, just five guys are an unproven commodity so far. The, a lot of those guys have been very capable of breaking the rules in the past. They haven't been currently, but when they were Suzuki good, and, like, back at the start, they sure as fuck were. So it's like, you're walking into Sakura Genesis, Tsunade a different beast now, he's leveled up, and then he's got Tai Chi, and he's got Doki, and he's got Kanemaru, and he's got Taka Michinoku, and they could all be there, and they could get involved. You know what I mean? And it's also not the first time that Sinaito has cheated ever because he helped Naito win his first title. Hasn't done it in a long time. Different guy. But is he when it comes to the top prize? I mean, what are you going to do if it means you could be the best in the world? If it means that you could hold the title? If it means it could change your stars? And so though he's an arrogant prick, he was kind of like, okay, yep. He's trying not to show it and he holds up the title and he walks out and he, you know, Sonata goes, you know what, I shouldn't have invited you here. It's actually my night. Please leave my ring. And he goes, but he's he's not fucking smirking in their face or whatever. He just kind of gives a clap and walks out politely. Because he he realizes he could be in a dangerous position. At least that's how I took it, you know. So I I think we're gonna we're gonna still see more evolution from Tai Chi uh as it goes along. And I I think Sonata's gonna be a good vehicle for that.
1: I I appreciate the fact that you're being very generous with that, because my first instinct was just like, well, there goes mid-card tai chi again. You know. <laughs> I, I never I never thought I never really thought that they were gonna try and put like a world title on him, but I thought that if, at least if he's leaning leading his own faction, maybe they might give him a you know a couple of title opportunities here and there, you yeah. know. But now that Sonata's there, it's it's the Sonata show. So. Yeah,
0: it is, and I, I think we may definitely see some title opportunities for Tai Chi. I don't know if while sonata's there, he he gets a you know a look in at the the main belt. That said, though, I mean, people would have maybe said that about Shingo being in the same faction as Naito. He was fucking champ. And
1: that's you know, what I mean, that's something Naito said actually. Uh, oh, really. You know, j- yeah uh in a backstage comment uh i believe what sonata said something like i couldn't i couldn't shine under your light you know i had to go get out on my own sure. and like and i was like are you kidding like shingo was champion for like six months <laughs>
0: <You> <laughs> like, i didn't fucking stop here yeah you know?
1: yeah exactly so yeah. that's that's a whole thing um so the match was fine the the storyline that came out of it was Something that really hyped people up, yeah. And I think that's that's all it was needed, yeah,
0: absolutely. Um, and you know that was also yeah, just the the beginning of a of a turn, and it felt like you know a cosmic shift in the world that is New Japan. That's important.
1: And so in the next night, Shota Umino versus David Finley. Really loved this match. Uh, Finley advances with the Trash Panda on Shota. I think this was a great way to to have that, like I said, fiery baby face, Shoto Umino. Yep. Like, I like this a lot.
0: Uh-huh. Absolutely. So, um, um, and Finlay continues to be one of the hardest working guys in the room and incredibly vicious, which I've really enjoyed too. So vicious. It, it's kind I of love... funny that, like, not that long ago, if you had told us, yeah, your finalists are going to be Finley and Sonata, I'd be like, well, I guess I don't subscribe to New Japan World anymore. Would would have been my answer <laughs> a few years ago, but they, they've evolved over the course of this New Japan Cup. They have made the most of every opportunity, except for maybe a couple of people, uh, Kentaro and and Huge. But in elevating people and changing people, like we, and even the characters that surround them, changing ELP, you know, Tai Chi, the the guys like um, Davis, Fletcher, all that. There's there's things going on. And that's, that's pretty cool.
1: Yeah. The, the idea of them like really shuffling the deck has been, I mean, they, we keep hearing these words, you know, I, I listen to a lot of our, you know, brother podcast, brother and sister show podcasts. And the word that I keep hearing is youth movement. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I, I feel like they are really shuffling the deck on a lot of these guys. Like, making uh, making these dudes become dad status, uh, you know, and maybe they don't want to be dad status, but it's like, I don't really think a lot of these guys have uh, have a choice, you know, and that's no disrespect to them. Yeah. That's no disrespect to someone like Hiroshi Tanahashi, who is one of the greatest of all time, mm-hmm. but they are trying to get younger. They're trying to grow stars. They don't want to have to rely on a 40 plus year old Tai uh, Tanahashi to pop a house.
0: Yeah, and you know. every time something goes wrong or someone's injured or whatever, like just drop Tana in, which is awesome. I love him, but they need to be able to pivot to younger guys and have more options than just, like, dust off Tanahashi
1: every time. Yeah, exactly, 100%. So... As as far as uh, this youth movement that they're doing goes, I think they're doing a great job. They've really built two new guys, two really big guys Absolutely. out of David Finley and Sonata. Yep. So that's great. Absolutely. Um, Shota Umino, on his way there. I think this match was really good. Showed a lot of fire in this one. Uh, really, really good moments. Absolutely.
0: And still so new. And the fact that he is, I don't think... When do you think uh, another young lion has elevated as quickly as Shota has? Like, I mean, they're putting him in positions. Like, I think Okan was maybe more complete quicker. You know, he had a, yes. he had a big run in in Riff Pro and all those kind of things. I think he was complete quicker. But when it comes to somebody that the company is obviously very big and behind and putting him in positions to – Succeed. It's like Okada and then him,
1: right? Like he's not giving. He's not being given the same opportunities as Okada, but he's he is being front lined for something. Well, yeah. I mean, not many people like, get
0: given the title as soon as they return from excursion, but <laughs> uh, but but yeah, they're they're definitely making it known that they see
1: a lot in him, and that's pretty cool. Yeah, he's he's the main ingredient in their gumbo going forward. You yeah. know, yeah. like he is, he is something huge coming for him. Expect him, you know, yeah. like it's going to happen. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Uh The next match that night was Goto and Tamatanga. Uh These guys know each other very fucking well uh, from their tag team matches. I thought this match was good. Yes, I think so too.
0: I think Goto, Tama both absolutely rock solid. But it's another case of like you say, like Tama does his best work when he's versing these sort of vicious villains, you know? Um I I don't think Goto could pull out absolute great matches, but he's not really the one to carry, I guess, the fire and the personality of the match. He can be the foil for that, um, definitely and can show like a lot of fire going through it. But when you're the story is really Tama Tonga's story, like it's not like uh Goto is this huge mountain for him to overcome i guess
1: yeah definitely uh so our final four at that point tamatanga david finley sonata and mark davis when you saw that final four like there was there was a lot of disappointment on the internet like and i mean like tell me you don't watch new japan without telling me you don't watch without telling me you don't watch new japan yeah but um like when you saw that final four and then we had we had that discussion of this is our best case scenario versus our worst case scenario (laughs) and it's right there (laughs) is that good booking or is that bad booking um what went through your brain when you saw that that final four
0: yeah because I hadn't watched the matches before at the time I was playing catch-up and I saw that I was like okay then but I wasn't I wasn't mad about it because I do watch New Japan. I've seen, like, the elevation of these dudes. I was super surprised to see Davis. That was the one that shocked me. I'm like, he beat Evil? Like, I thought for sure we're, like, we're heading to that cursed match of Sonata versus Evil. Um, And my eyes get gouged out of my own skull. But, like, it it was a a pleasant surprise. And I also really enjoyed that they're, like, backing in, elevating their dudes, you know? We're we're Pushing fiddly. He's in he's line to be the leader of Bullet Club. He's showing something different. He's doing something. And they're like backing it in. Tabatonga, new baby face, you know, doing different things, rig it out. Sweet. Sonata, they're obviously, you know, new faction, changing it up, you know. And then Mark Davis, obviously, unfortunate events with Will Ospreay. We've tapped him on the shoulder and we're going to back him in and give you something different. And I appreciate that. So I, I was quite happy about it.
1: So the matches, uh, David Finley and Tomatonga was great. That was what I want to that that match was what I want to see from Shota Umino. I, I it was so funny because I was like, man, the, the Shota Umino's finished product is Tamatanga. <laughs> I don't <laughs> I don't get how that's a thing. Yeah, I, d- okay. I think they
0: want a little bit higher higher ceiling than that. <laughs> the uh,
1: th- The overall vibe though is exactly what I want to see from Shota. Like, uh, a dude who can wrestle like with fire, wrestle with presence, wrestle, wrestle with that connection with the fans, wrestle with that level of fun and entertainment. And then, you know, maybe catch a, catch a, a win here with a move that he can get from out of anywhere. You know, he can do a death rider from fucking, you know, God knows where it's just an elevated DDT. Yeah. Um, but that fire that Tama shows uh-huh. that fire that Thomas shows that the fans are fucking living every single time. And I, I, I love it. I appreciate it so very much. Uh, David Finley, of course. Um, so by, by this point, we've seen what five matches from David Finley, four matches from David Finley. And he's catching people. Uh, he's catching people with his finisher from, unexpected places which was really cool yeah. uh but is he seeming to start going a little stale can we get a little like movement on you know what's going on with him i don't know how you how you feeling is is he is his new gimmick already like starting to wear a little bit thin like what are we doing here no
0: not for me i they obviously being very deliberate in his match style and how that's going to be. And I think it's refreshing that they're giving you a different type of potential Bullet Club leader, I guess. Like he's not just staying with the way that they all do things, he's showing that he could be like a very vicious and dangerous person. And Bullet Club under him could be a very different unit than what we know today, you know, it, not the the jokey bullshit of the elite, and you know, not the conniving uh, mistrust that is Jay. Um, it could be something very vicious and and dangerous. And so, I'm I'm keen to see where that goes. And I've I've really been enjoying the, you know, understory of ELP not really accepting him as a potential leader uh, to the point where he was on commentary, which he was great at, and he uh, after he. Wins this match, I believe it was when um when he's like, hey, that was real good, man. He goes, he goes, what do you think of that or whatever? And he, he's like, tell you what, he goes, you win the big one, you're in, man. You've done it. I'll I'll respect it absolutely. And then I saw that after he had not, uh, EOP had tweeted like. It was a g- real good run, buddy. You tried real hard. Better luck next time. Guess we'll need to look elsewhere for the leader. Sorry. like So they're already still <laughs> continuing the beef online. And then obviously I loved – I don't always watch all the undercard tags. I do, you know, watch complete shows. But in these tours when there's so many matches, I don't always catch them. But I was being sure – I was, like, making sure I caught the Bullet Club matches because I was loving, like, the – goes to tag out, slaps ELP on the chest as hard as he can, you know, or, like, mm-hmm. ELP gets out and slaps him across the face as hard as he can, or he can break up the submission, but he's, like, right next to him going, you can just grab the rope, it's right there, that's all you have to do, when all he has to do is hit the dude, but he's, like, making him go through it, and, like, you know, ELP puts him up on the ropes, then he just flips him off and ruins him, like, looking cool and stuff. I, I really like their interaction, and really that's the story that they're going to be telling with Finley for a little bit. Is, that's where we're going, right? It's ELP and it's, um, you know, I guess, for the heart and soul of Bullet Club. And that's cool because everything doesn't always have to be for a title and you don't always need to be the winner for a tournament, provided that you have a program that's entertaining and has stakes. And there's stakes there. So that's really cool. Plus, it also sets him up to have a title match with Tama Tonga. So whether by the time... E.L.P. and him end up facing off about something. It's for the never title. We'll have to see. Also, now I think I, about it, yeah. yeah. Oh no, no that's ahead. okay. I i a fantasy book again. Don't worry about it. You go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we need the we need the siren. We need yeah. like <laughs> no yeah, exactly. more of that yeah. now. Um, next up we had uh Sonata and Mark Davis. Okay, Sonata and Mark Davis. This is the the genesis of handsome Sonata. I remember you you saw a picture of this and you said, God damn it, he's winning the whole thing.
0: <laughs> I, I, I have to look up my exact message to you. Actually, I, easier than that, I could <laughs> I could tell everybody in the tweet because I think it went something like this. I on, where is he? i got, got to get the exact wording for, for you to understand the context. So uh, I tweet way too much uh, <laughs> from our thing. Uh, there we go i said fuck sonata has come out in full dreamboat makeover he's winning this whole thing hashtag best case scenario now hashtag kiss me at sumo hall <laughs> <laughs> all about him and then you tweeted stupid sexy sonata
1: which you're stupid, not wrong sexy sonata. yeah you are not wrong stupid sexy sonata yeah um yeah, no, he comes out looking like Ned Flanders in his fucking sleek skiing gear. <sighs>
0: yeah. I um, wish I wish he'd gone a step further and had new gear, but I imagine he's saving that for Silver Hall. How much new gear can you buy? You know?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, this is the same gear he's had for like a year and a half now. And he used to come out like twice a year with new gear. So yeah. it was always like G1 and then like Wrestle Kingdom would, yeah. al- would always be like the times when he would have new gear. But yeah. we'll see. He's had he's had this one for Oh gosh, uh, quite a while, I think. Yeah, it was at least Wrestle Kingdom last yeah, it's been, year.
0: It's been a while now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I could see with a new mask and a, you know something different going on, or maybe no mask at all. Now he's so handsome. We'll have to see.
1: Comes out with a Tai Chi mask, and Tai Chi comes out with a skull mask.
0: Yeah, well, that that may very well happen. They just be swapping spots.
1: Um. Yeah, good, good match. I thought Davis was great. I think that he made, uh, he made Sonata like realize like you have to wrestle with fire here because yeah. I'm gonna wrestle with fire. So much. And uh, if you if you just lay back and let me do a bunch of these moves, you're gonna get fucking ended. Yeah, and uh, that's that's what it ended up being. And I I Absolutely. really uh, enjoyed me- I enjoyed this match a lot. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with that. And
0: uh, yeah, I, it was again one of my favorites um i think mark davis gave sonata and evil both their best matches of the tournament um and yeah you, we saw a big fiery change from sonata in this and it began to kind of like leave steps like not only is he probably going to win the thing but it may not be the worst case scenario after all
1: it's true it's true and then of course the final night we have sonata defeat david finley in a clean match uh, for Bullet Club, which was really great, and a clean match for just five guys. Uh-huh. Um, how did you feel about that, watching Sonata, like seeing how the crowd was responding to, to new fiery Sonata? How did you feel?
0: I mean, it's his hometown, but he was like over ass, right? And even tidy Batterisms, like just him smiling and the, like, and the way he was yelling when he was firing up and stuff like that, he did feel like a completely different guy. And that's super important. Um, And, yeah, he, he felt like he was starting to to really change and evolve and be something else. And, like, like, are we seeing him slot into, like, the Ibushi role, you know? Like, the, that space has been a big sort of gap for New Japan. And so maybe they're like, hey, who are going to be our, you know, big four guys, you know, uh, that go on the posters and do all that stuff? You know, who's it been... Recently, it's been like Okada, Naito, um, Ibushi, and Jay. Will. And, oh, yeah, and yeah. Will. And so you'd be thinking it's so Okada, Naito, Will, and Sonata? Like, is, is that who's filling that other spot? Is that where they're going with this? And in it also made me feel like, you know, Okada's holding this through to Wrestle Kingdom and shit like that, but it's like, is he? And you always want that little question mark. And even like his mm-hmm. promos and stuff after, like, I would like Sonata said, I would feel like all of this was for nothing if I can't win at Sakura Genesis. And so, I mean, do they give him a cup of coffee with the belt? You know? Like give
1: him the old V Zero run. Like people get that that first that first title wins not always a good one for people.
0: Yeah. It's just a taste. Just just dip your beak in it, wet your beak. Uh, here you go. And then like are you losing it at the Bullet Club? Celebration at Dontaku. So, you know, Finley gets a cup of coffee with it before Okada then takes it back and then we head towards Wrestle Kingdom and Will and stuff. You know, like is there is there something to be had there where you could quickly flip it between a couple of guys, give them a little bit more credibility before getting it back where you need it to be? I
1: I could see one of them. I don't know if I could see both of them back to back Yeah, two V zero title reigns in a row. That's not normally how they do things, but this is not a normal time. It's not a normal time. It's also a new belt
0: that has flipped more times since this belt has existed than the V four had in my entire fandom. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know, it has, it has been dancing that belt. So like, yeah, they're building its legacy.
1: New rules, new New rules. rules. Exactly. Right.
0: And so, you know, in a company where everybody expects huge year long rains and stuff for people, do they change it up?
1: Could be, could be a thing. And it's like you said, it could offer a lot of people some legitimacy that they need to, you know, boost their credibility as they head into a time where they're hopefully, uh, they're trying to get some, uh, local people back reinvested, uh, in, in these new stars. Sure. So yeah, absolutely. Let's see it. um, so that's our that's our New Japan Cup. You're yeah. seeing you're seeing uh, Sonata versus Okada Yeah. At
0: well, I will say this: that I really, if you go back to our best case, worst case, I stress adamantly that isn't the situation that I wanted to see. It wasn't the match I wanted to see. I would be ushering my friends to the door before the match even took to the ring. I'd be throwing burning cushions into the <laughs> into the ring like Vader versus Anoki, but. To New Japan's credit, that's not what I want to do anymore. And I actually feel like it could be a really good match. If we see that fire out of Sonata, if we see absolute Kiyomiya-level cuntiness from Okada, it could be something really good and potentially their best match ever. I can already tell you it'll be their best match ever because every other match they've had has been fucking terrible. So (laughs) in my personal opinion... Only one way to go. Terrible is maybe a harsh harsh way but I have not enjoyed them at all and I didn't think they like they're like a proud to call you rival and like they have this awesome chemistry I didn't think they did at all so I I think this has the potential to be their best match and I feel like Sakura Genesis whether it does or not at the end is an event with stakes and that's all you can ask for yeah um before we jump into some of those other stakes and preview Sakura Genesis, do you yourself have any final thoughts on the New Japan Cup, what you want to see from Sonata, what you want to see from Finley, and you know, uh just wrapping up all your thoughts on the New Japan Cup in
1: general? Uh thoughts on the New Japan Cup. So I think that my hmm, my MVP definitely was Mark Davis. I think you you nailed the nailed it mark davis cemented his place because before his uh second match the match that he had against will everyone was like fletcher 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 is the future oh my god fletcher's the thing he's the move he's the next will osprey he's the next kenny omega and then davis goes out and goes okay cunt hold my beer kid (laughs) (laughs) hold my beer kid
0: and you know what and Uh, fletcher is all of those things he is all those things um but he still needs to grow, you know, like he is still a kid. Like he's only 23 yeah. years old, his face, everything still needs to develop physically and he also needs to keep on learning and he's in the best possible position to do that, especially having a partner like uh, Mark Davison being under Will Ospreay. But Davis feels like somebody you could go put him in the fucking G1. Like, yep. I don't know if he's going to win it, but absolutely put him in the Put them both in the G1. Absolutely. And you wouldn't feel like, oh, they just put a couple of tag guys in to take a few losses. You'd be like, they're going to go on runs, and that'll be awesome.
1: Yeah. You could see Davis like winning, you know, having a 500 or better record. Yeah. You know, I would love to with, see Davis
0: versus Goto in the G1 yep. first round, big match, Goto and Davis go this one's for my boy when you fucking took him out of the new japan cup sit the fuck down like that would be sick
1: i did love fletcher bringing out big match goto like yeah. like it was a to go wicked, down and-
0: like if that doesn't tell you how much they think of fletcher nothing does cuz big match goto don't always exist and when he does, he can fucking go. And that was that was like, felt like a, a title match, you know, like how how great yeah. they were together. And you know, he had to really push it into the next gear to even beat Fletcher. And so when fucking big dog Davis comes in, and it's like, oh yeah, he thought it was pretty fun uh, kicking my fucking kid buddy around. Let's see what happens now. And <laughs> I, and I think we're gonna I think we're gonna see that at Sakura Genesis too. In the oh man, in the tag title so. match, we won't get get all the way there. We're still sitting here on the finals, but uh, I think we're going to see some of that too. Uh,
1: yeah, I think so. Mark Davis, definitely my MVP. I think um, the the booking for the final was the right booking. Uh, the stories that they've had coming out of it have me excited. Um, I'm kind of wondering where. They're going to go with this ELP versus Finley thing that that I love that ELP versus Finley, like for the heart and soul of bullet club makes me happy. Um, yeah, basically like new Japan cup did it again, man. Mm -hmm. You know, two years ago, what was it? Two years ago when I was last year, new Japan cup, you were like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. I said let's see what happens and we were both really happy with it. Yep. Now we look at it and New Japan Cup comes and does it again. Yeah. So
0: I think it's it's quickly becoming my favorite tournament um just because I love knockout tournaments as well and they they've mm. they're elevating people in it and that's super important. Yep. yep. Definitely. Okay. And then uh, so so, so um, um, we got to talk about the that junior heavyweight match right? And and oh, the fallout so before good. we go to Sakura Genesis, so we're gonna talk about that real quick. What did you think of Leo versus Hiromu?
1: Um, fucking, just an absolute fantastic like match. Like Leo Rush is so much fun to watch. It Leo Rush in New Japan just hits different. It does, man. Like absolutely un unplugged from the you know the machines. Like unplugged from everything that's holding him back. Letting Leo Rush just go out, especially with a madman like Hiromu. Mm-hmm and just do whatever the fuck they feel like. Yeah. God damn it, that was so good. I I love watching Leo Rush and I especially love watching Leo Rush in New Japan. I'm so glad he's here. Um mm-hmm. the the match itself, we were kind of both hoping that Leo Rush would win. We think that Hiromu needs to, you know, move to something bigger, uh open weight stuff or, you know, something like that. But um Hiromu wins. And then afterwards, we get a little uh, We get a little teaser.
0: We do. We get a little video. And I loved it. Zaku. I, I, I love Zat coming out. I love him uh, speaking in Japanese. I love him uh, telling them to roll the tape dickheads. Um, <laughs> he's so good. And he's like the newest member of TMDK has got a message for you. And then anybody that's seen that uh, video will know that it is a friend of the show and absolute legend, Robbie Eagles announcing that he has joined TMDK and he's gonna be fighting for that very title at Sakura Genesis. And I am here for it. I had stated and, and you'd stated that we we thought United Empire would be a really good fit, but you know, TMDK would also be. And I think I think TMDK will prove to be the call, uh, the correct call. So not only because of its legacy within Australia and all the Australian wrestlers that are a part of it, uh, but I think joining an already established huge faction would be something that Robbie's already done. That's what he did with Bullet Club and he joined and it wasn't for him and he ended up needing to get out on his own to shine. Now chaos is so, sort of becoming that, and he's feeling wrong done by it. He doesn't have the right sort of fire here, and so he moves to a faction where there's no other junior. I mean, there's a there's a young lion, but he's essentially moving to somewhere where he can shine as the centerpiece of a faction as its junior ace.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's he's the 90th IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion, but he's number one in our hearts, right? Fuck yeah, he Roberto is. Consuelo Vera Custalohaia <laughs> Aguilar better known as Robbie Eagles, your friend, my hero, Robbie Eagles. Um, I love this. Yes. I love this. The second that the tape started rolling and you saw the Sydney opera house, I was yeah. like, fuck yeah. You knew straight
0: away. You knew Absolutely. I'm yeah. I'm so pumped for it. And I think there is a very real chance that Robbie could win this title at Sakura Genesis. I think, uh, I think Romo has felt a bit stale. I think he's had a couple of defenses. He's, you know, he's won the tournament. He's got a nod on his head. But I think there's other stories to be told. I feel like putting it on Robbie leading into being the defending champion during the best of the super juniors, uh, with a bunch of hungry it's dudes coming for him. And you know who wants to win best of the super juniors, it your boy Despy. And you know who fucking took the title off Robbie originally, it was your boy Despy. Your boy Despy. So yeah. That is a program that I could sink my fucking teeth into. Give me... Hell yes. Despy wins the best of the Super Juniors, and let's fucking head to Robbie Eagles. Robert Eagles versus El Desperado. Fuck yeah.
1: Hell yeah, dude. Speaking... Let's, let's talk about best of the Super Juniors, because I got a thing I want to ask you about. Uh-huh. So... We're going to look at, I'm going to look at the the blocks from last year's uh, Best of Super Juniors, and I want you to tell me if you think that the person is in or out okay. this year. Okay. Sure. Hiromu, in. That's oh, your free space. Always
0: in. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Taiji Shimori, Bone Soldier? In. Show. In. Ace Austin.
0: It's interesting. I don't know. I, I think he could be. But I don't know. Like, it depends where the relationship with Impact
1: is. Uh I think the relationship with Impact's pretty good. They've got a, uh, they've got a tandem show coming up. Yeah,
0: they've got the multiverse thing. Or and anything. how far away yeah. is Best of the Super Juniors? Like July or something? May. May. I'd say in, maybe. Yeah, in. Okay. Um,
1: yo. In, unfortunately. Clark <laughs> That has been Clark talking. Connors. A couple of these. Um. It's going to hit him with a couple of...
0: I mean, I fucking love Clark Connors, but I'd like to see him go heavyweight. I'm going to say out.
1: Okay. Either that or if he
0: is in, it's like quite a bit more seriously. But yeah, I I would think out. I would like to see him level up. Alex Zane. In. Unless they're moving him to heavyweight. But again, in. He's a walk-in if he wants it. Absolutely.
1: Acura. Francisco Acura. In. Kanamaru? Out. Ooh, okay. Taguchi? Out. Ooh, Desperado? In. Phantasmo? Out. Out. Robbie Eagles? In. As IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion? Fuck yeah, it
0: is. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. Defending Eagle. Champion
1: Robbie Eagles, yeah. Wheeler Yuta? Bushi,
0: Out. These are my personal preferences, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, he'd probably be uh, in, but but I would say out. Teton. In. TJP. In. L. Lindemann. I would love him to be in. In. Yes. I mean, Master again, Oh, Wato's in.
1: And Doki. In. Okay.
0: So frees up a few spots. That leaves nothing crazy, but that leaves uh, a couple of spaces
1: to fill. Mm-hmm. Give me give me some names. Give me give me a couple of names that you could pull from the ether, some like young lions maybe, and then one surprise entrant. Okay.
0: Um, not just young lions and, and stuff like that. I would say
1: Chris Bay. I would love to see Chris Bay. I would love to see I would love to see um, Trey Miguel. Trey Miguel would be a great choice
0: um i think there's probably a good chance you'd say kashida
1: yep yep um anyone from AEW?
0: if like a dante martin maybe would be a good choice or i know daniel garcia really wanted to do it um as well he was pretty jealous when yuda got it um but he was like tied up with chris jericho so he can do it um tell you what my wild card would be drew parker
1: Ooh. yeah didn't he just quit uh um, quit death matches now quit death matches uh-huh. and he's got he's got ties with um with with all uh, the boys. desperado doesn't
0: he El desperado with Jun kasai with you know the whole squad the whole death matchy squad and you're talking somebody who could come in even though he's not doing death matches anymore be considered a dangerous threat former like he's one of the only guys to hold both the big Japan title and the freedoms title former GCW ultraviolent champion, like he has a lot of credibility. One, I believe it was uh he won tournaments in all of those places as well. Tournament of survival, big Japan's tournament, freedoms tournament, I think. He he holds lots and lots of accolades, but doesn't want to do that anymore. Uh he also posted during the New Japan Cup, he posted the picture of a rose, an hourglass, and hashtag NJ Cup. So if that's not a target on El Desperado's head, I don't know what is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got to give credit. I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure that uh, Josh retweeted that, and I was like, "Don't play with my heart," but that is something he does. <laughs> <laughs> Leo Rush would be great. Leo Rush would be be
1: good. I yeah. would love to see Speedball uh, in the in this. That'd be cool. I, think and
0: that, I mean, he's about to have that I match with Kanahashi too, so it, there's a there's a
1: chance that I don't, don't think that he wants to get away from America right now. Because last time he worked away from America, he couldn't get back in for like four years.
0: Oh, really? Really? So, yeah. Oh, because yeah, he, he, he Canadian. Another, he,
1: uh, he's Canadian, yes. Okay. And what happened? And then, so he was only able to work in Europe for like years. Why? Um, uh, some sort of visa issue. <laughs> obviously, obviously the. So he was Frank working in America without that. a visa or something. Yeah, was yeah. Pissed about it, he loves speedball.
0: Yeah, right. So, oh, he was working in America without a visa, and then what came back and got caught out or something. And then he got banned in America for a time. Yeah. So I could only just fly to the U S or I mean, to Europe yeah, like
1: work in Europe and Australia and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. Okay. Didn't know But now though. he's
1: back and taking fucking names. Yeah. He's going to have a match with Ibushi and a match with, uh, Tanahashi and, uh, who else was it? Was it, moose was his other one i don't remember Mm. but like three matches in the same day all wrestlemania weekend the guy's gonna go fucking nuts that's crazy if only last year
0: if only he'd just wear shoes i'd be all about it
1: (laughs) (laughs) so why don't you tell me um i'm going to uh take this pug outside Uh yeah Uh, why don't you talk about your expectations for sakura genesis
0: yeah no worries do you want me to hold off breaking down the card until you return so we can go through it. Or do you want me to just
1: start? I don't think we need to break down the card really. Like, uh, you know, like talk about the, the matches that you really want to see and the ones, you know, that you're hoping, you know, in the fallout and then, you know, I'll, I'll, uh, join back in.
0: I want to see them all. So I'm just going to start and then (laughs) you can just join back in when you get back. Okay. So Curtis is out of here. Um, I'm very excited for Sakura Genesis. I leave for Japan in five days and I will be in the house for this event and I cannot be more excited. My first New Japan event since, I guess, Jesus, Wrestle Kingdom 2020, January the 4th, 2020, I think was my last New Japan live event. Um, I'm so pumped. I love the venue that is Sumo Hall. I've only ever been there once. It was for like a sumo wrestling telethon type thing. It was like not sumo season. It had sumo matches, but it also had like singers and all kinds of stuff. I was very tired and we'd done a lot of drinking. I slept in it. It was very, very comfortable seats. And I also got to see some cool uh, sumo wrestling. There was a young sort of upstart from Osaka that was like smashing everybody. And it, it apparently was a very big deal that he was upsetting all the, the bigger dudes. But um, yeah, they've announced the full card. So breaking it down from the start we're talking uh, a 20 minute time limit and it's a six man tag. It is Francesco Akira, Aaron Hanare, and Jeff Cobb versus Sho, Yujiro Takahashi, and Evil. Um, I think this will be fun. I think, uh, you know, we've seen the pairings off uh, with the various United Empire members with the House of Torture guys when they've had to interfere. And I think we'll see more bullshit here. I like the idea of. Um, Fucking Jeff Cobb and Evil squaring up. I like Hidare just absolutely lunching fucking Yujiro Takahashi. And I think um, Akira having an opportunity to shine on his own while TJP has been away on tour with World Series Wrestling will be really cool. Uh, After that, it is another six-man tag, and we have the team of Master Wat-O, Hikaleo and Tama Tonga, versus El Phantasmo, Kenta, and David Finlay. Now, I think that's a pretty interesting kind of match, like an interesting team. I don't know if Wato fits with the Gorillas of Destiny, but hey, it'll be a bit of fun, and I'll mainly be super keen on this to just see the interactions between Finlay, El Phantasmo, and even where Kenta fits in regards to that, because Kenta has kind of been pretty close with ELP, I think. So whether they both have had enough of Finlay's shit or whether Kenta starts to see his vision and want to be involved with Finlay, we will see. But uh, I think there'll be stories told there. Uh, then we've got another 20-minute tag, and it is Bushi, Shingo, and Naito from LIJ versus just three guys, Taichi, Kanemaru, and Doki. So obviously, a little bit of ill will between the two factions. They stole their boy. Sonata now belongs to just five guys, and I—I I think we're gonna gonna see some shit here. I—I I like the idea of Nido standing across from Tai Chi. Uh, he lost the the battle for Sonata's heart. I guess not that he even tried. And I—I uh, I think the more we put. Tai Chi level with these bigger faces in New Japan, the more he'll continue to elevate, which is what we all want at the end because he seems like a rad fucking dude and I really enjoy his matches. So I I think that's going to be pretty glorious. Now, Now we get into the title matches and I'm kind of trying to waste time as Curtis approaches the computer and sits down... He slowly puts his earbuds in just in time to talk about the NJPW World TV Championship match, 15-minute time limit, champion Zach Saber Jr. of TMDK versus the challenger Shota Umino. Now, we touched on this just a little bit. What are your hopes for this match? I think Shota's going to do well in a 15-minute uh, scenario, not being in too long. Do you think we'll see a new champion or... Uh, we just see another dojo boy fall to Zack Sabre Jr. here.
1: I don't think so. I, I think it'll put Shota in a big spot on the card in a big show. I think it will um, eventually, the, the story that I think that they're telling with, uh, or the story that I want them to be telling with Zack Sabre Jr.'s title run here is running through the LA dojo till he eventually gets to the to the boss of the Shabba. LA dojo shibata yeah that may be fantasy booking but that's what i want to see
0: yeah well also i mean it's pretty involved fantasy booking because when you know he came back and did that exhibition wrestling match on the wrestle kingdom or whatever it was it was against zach so it sort of makes sense that it would come full circle back around especially if they can you know have shibata cleared in japan
1: yeah definitely and shibata has recently just re-signed with new japan very good awesome news Mm -hmm. Uh, And he wouldn't be doing that if they didn't think that they would have a way to get him on the card somewhere, I'm sure.
0: Sure, sure. absolutely. Do you think there is an opportunity here that we could see Shibata on this show and make me cry in the venue in Sumo Hall if Shibata turned up and I heard the dun-dun-dun-dun? Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah,
1: exactly. yeah. Oh
0: man. And then, and I, then I over the house mics, you. if that happens, people will just hear uh, as I wail from the balcony in full tears as Shimada returns to the venue. <laughs> you're like, the fit. There like seems the, to uh, the Kevin Kelly. The there seems be a grown like,
1: man, man crying. <laughs> You've got to run down to the table and like take Kevin Kelly's mic and be like, "You don't understand. You
0: don't understand." I would never do that to you, Kevin. I'd never do that. We're best friends. And you just don't know it yet.
1: <laughs> We're best friends, damn it. Yeah. So much I can learn from you.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm into it. I love that scenario, and I think it will give Shredo an opportunity to shine. But Zach, I can see a nice long run with
1: this title for Zach. Yeah. Hope so. Hope absolutely. so. Love Zach. Absolutely.
0: absolutely. Next up, 60-minute Time limit, IWGP Tag Team Championship match, the Challengers, Aussie Open, Carl Fletcher and Mark Davis versus the Champions, Bishamon, Yoshihashi and Hiroki Goto. Is this the switch? This is the switch, right? After that fucking showing at the New Japan Cup, after everything they've been through, surely this is the crowning of Aussie Open as new champs and also them announcing they've signed 100-year contracts to New Japan.
1: They have to. They have to be signing a hundred-year contracts. Um, someone's going to sign them to one hundred-year contracts. Yeah. It might as well be New
0: Japan. It should be New Japan, and I think they would want it to be. And I think that is the best place for
1: them. It has to be. Like, there's nowhere else in the world where they would get. I guess maybe AEW, but AEW's roster right now is so thick. Yeah that I don't think they would get the the showcasing that they deserve. Uh, plus, it's a lot easier to travel to Japan from Australia than it is to uh, travel to America sure. from Australia, right?
0: Absolutely it is. Absolutely it is. And plus, you know, all their homies are there. Will's there. They can get to UK easier from Japan. So continue the, you know, the shows in the area that they have done. And um, I think just in general, I think there's... There's growth to be had in New Japan that you wouldn't get by, say, just being dumped into an NXT program or Dark and things like that. I think, don't get me wrong, I think AEW have really put, like, a nice shine on them when they've showed up there, but I think that's directly, like, because they're New Japan guys.
1: Well, signing with New Japan doesn't preclude you from working on AEW shows. No,
0: absolutely. You
1: could do so, both. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's the best place for them. Please stay.
0: Yep, let's do it. One hundred years. One hundred years. And then both. Not not fifty
1: years each. Both one hundred years. Both
0: years. (laughs) That's also what I meant. Yeah, two hundred year total between both guys. If one of them has to retire, then the other one has to serve out the remaining years on the other's contract. So if, Dave, if, if Davis – yeah, exactly. If Davis goes out with another knee injury, knock on wood, I don't want to ever see him injured again. Uh, but if he was to go, you know what, I'm calling it quits. I'm going to have a family. Sorry, kid, you've got an extra 80 years on your contract. So now he's at 180 years. Sorry, Fletcher. Mm-hmm. But I really believe he is going to be the future of New Japan Pro Wrestling. If, if everything goes to plan and he continues on the – the road that he's on, he could, be, he could be huge in this world. And then from there, use that to leverage himself to anywhere he wants to be in wrestling
1: in a bigger it way was, than Jay has, in own, a bigger way
0: to any, than anybody else.
1: It was our very own uh, Count Out Pod uh, Twitter that was asking the question. Let me find it. It was who is, you know, who's going to be the next. Kenny, who's going to be the next, uh, you know, big thing? Who's who's oh, really? on the come up? Yeah, and darn it, um... I have to find it. This is this is bad. Please, vamp.
0: Well, actually, what I'm going to do is hit this mute button so I can sneeze. Oh, and then I'm going to come back. Uh, but yeah, if somebody said it was him, they would be correct because it is. Because he, well, that was me. he well, well. <laughs> then in that case, you were correct. Because he is all those things, and he, where you would expect somebody like him to like wrestle a junior style or whatever, he doesn't. He's he's already where Osprey was just a few years ago, but without going through all like the indie rific. Flippy Doos and stuff like that. You know what I mean? He was trained by Robbie Eagles and then he was put in a team with Mark Davis who's a great fucking worker and then has been taught as a tag team wrestler. You know what I mean? He understands like selling and hot tags and all those things and then now you're going to see what is next. And, And I think he is on a or like on train tracks to where Osprey when Osprey started to change like turn the corner and become that heavyweight wrestler and change his body and change his move set and all those things. Like Fletcher's already like on the way to doing that stuff and but earlier. So who knows where he'll be in you know five years, six years. Seven fucking years, you know, that's, you know, look for him in seven years once he served his time and then they have his big push. New Japan Cup in, you know, 2030.
1: Here it, <laughs> Here it is. So posed on this question on our very own Countout Pod's uh, Ring Post Radio, is there anyone on the come up right now that you think is or could evolve the style of wrestling a la Omega, Okada, Reigns, or Osprey? Who could you see being copied by other wrestlers 10 years from now? The answer is Kyle Fletcher.
0: Yes, it is.
1: That is the correct Absolutely.
0: answer. Absolutely. Yeah, the sky's the limit. Absolutely. he's uh, There should be some very great things coming for him. He just needs to keep his head on, you know, straight, keep listening, keep moving, keep that work ethic. And, yeah, he's, he's going to be huge to it. It wasn't that long ago you looked at him, he just looked like a teenager, you know, and now he's already on his way and they, they cut those promos and he's in the center of like the guys all backing him up and he's throwing up the crowds and he's the one speaking and stuff. And you're like, they all know everybody in that faction knows that he's next. It's very clear. Oh, let me, and everybody be helping him. Yeah.
1: Let me tell you what I just saw on Twitter as I was looking for that. Uh, I pull up and Twitter shows me a a tweet from Josh from we work stiff, Uh which is, a retweet of El Desperado, uh? who has just posted a picture of Drew Parker.
0: It happening. It is happening, sir. I told you. How does jo- Josh? do you do anything else? <laughs> he's always oh, breaking all the news and has all the takes and stuff like that. I barely have time to turn the app on. How you doing it, man? What's your day job? <laughs>
1: He doesn't need anything but Twitter. Yeah, well, he, he must be getting Twitter.
0: paid. Somebody, he's on the New Japan payroll, clearly. So yeah, we work stiff dollars.
1: That guy, man, he's he's hard. He's hard. Yeah, he's stiff. What he does? He's stiff. He works stiff. That's going in. Shout out, Josh. Well, Shout I mean, Josh we've already shouted tweet.
0: out those motherfuckers so many times. We might as well just hang it up now and just fucking. Give over, just our audience, just leave us, just go, go and listen. We're
1: done here. Well, go go subscribe to our Patreon first.
0: Yeah, <laughs> please. Uh, but seriously, very different conversations, and I love those guys. If you're not listening to that podcast, listen to it and listen to the Super J Cast with the the Triad of of New Japan content. Speaking of which, I'm about to derail us one more time before we get into talking about these final uh, things. Did you see that? Hanare will be challenging for the KOPW title in what he has declared an ultimate triad match.
1: I'm into it. Oh, it's the ultimate triad
0: match. That's what he's calling it. He's like a oh, fucking okay. he's like I actually love the promo because he's like, what do I do? He said I could choose the match. Do I just make it a bare knuckle brawl and just knock him the fuck out? It's not those words, but he's like, do I make it easy on myself? Do I just make it a fist fight and win? Like that, and you're like Well, yeah, you probably should do that. But he's like, I don't want to make it easy on myself. I want to show everybody. I've beaten you twice. I'm going to beat you again. He's like, it's going to be pinfall, submission, down count. So essentially like a, a 10 count or whatever. And it's interesting because Shingo was having his press conference and then Hanare just walks up and you don't often see that. They're normally talking to the camera. It's very rare that backstage another dude will walk up and be like, yo, this is happening. And I love that little interaction. And obviously, you know, fucking Shingo doesn't know what he's saying for the most part. He's like, oh, what's, what are we doing? Main event? And he's like, no, I don't need the main event. 60 minutes? I don't need it to be 60 minutes. And he's like, I still think it should be the main event. That's what I think anyway. You should make it that in Japan. He's like, yeah, because Shigo's always trying to, he's like, maybe I should have a belt. Maybe it should be the main event. Maybe I should be the star of the world. And I have no problem with it either.
1: Well, it's like the, uh, what it, What was it? It was the Hardcore Holly. Someone uh, asked Hardcore Holly what uh, what he would do if he could write the storylines. And he said, well, first thing I would do is beat everybody and win all the belts. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Can't really argue with that. <laughs> It's like you yeah, can make me damn
1: hardcore
0: Holly. can make me champion. I think that was in uh wrestler's court. It's one of those wrestling court stories where they like held one of the riders up. He starts talking, He goes, "Well, what would you have me do?" He goes, "Well, for starters, I'd have me beat the champion and <laughs> fucking win everything." <laughs> what a yeah, fucking psycho I, Bob would Holly is! Uh, crazy stories, but yeah, uh, I think that will be super fun, and I hope it is a main event somewhere because uh, I think that'd be a good match.
1: Have we talked about all the, have you gone through the entire security? I have.
0: We're just, we're getting back to, we're just up to IWGP junior heavyweight championship match. Now we just wax lyrical about this. So we won't go back into it. New champ, Bobbert Eagle. Let's go.
1: Bobbertson Eagleson, Roberto Veracusta, Loja Aguilar.
0: New TMDK. I'm talking that new TMDK swag represent Perth 6,000. Let's go. Let's get it.
1: I hope. Sit down, I hope Zach is selling. I hope Zach is selling TMDK shirts when we go see him this weekend. Oh, surely he will That'd be. be. So cool. Are
0: you seeing him this weekend? How do we see not him touch this weekend? This? Holy shit! What uh, is the him
1: versus Michael Oku?
0: Oh, ref pro.
1: Ref pro Ooh. should be really good. Is um, Ocon there? Is he so, defending the title? Yes, Ocon will be. Uh, he'll be there defending against Ricky Knight Jr. Uh-huh. Uh, ZSJ versus Michael Oku. Uh, Let's see some of the other people that are on this that I really love. Uh, Akira, Francisco Akira is going to be there. Robbie X is going to be there. Gabe Kidd will be there. That'll be fun. Drilla Dan Maloney. I hope that, that I, I would love for NJPW to get a sniff at Drilla Dan Maloney. Uh-huh. Uh, he's really great. Uh, Connor Mills. Connor Mills is a very, uh, a very exciting high flyer. Uh-huh. Um, Mad Kurt, king of fucking Twitter. Oh, yeah. I love yeah. that guy. <laughs> And, um, people have been telling me a lot about this kid, Cameron Kai, uh, who is going to be there this weekend. So I'm pretty excited to see him for the first time. Um, yeah, there's just, it's just a really stacked card. There's uh one, two big demo is going to be there. Uh, former, uh, NXT, WWE signing man. big demo, uh, Eddie Dennis. Um, I like Eddie Dennis. yeah, I think there's, let's see. So there's like six people who have worked for. Uh, new japan or are currently under contract in new japan so that's uh-huh. pretty cool yeah yeah no, no. big big uh big big show this weekend and it's a big rumble match they're doing that's and cool. like uh everyone everyone who's in the rumble has a match like later on so oku and zsj are both in the rumble great Ocon and our uh, ricky knight jr are in in the rumble and then have title and matches, have title matches as
0: well so. that's cool uh did you see uh, what O'Card was saying in the backstage comments where he was talking about Nido, you know, wanting his belt and not being ready for the honour of it and Nido saying like, I'm not really interested in that belt. He goes, if I did have it though, I might have to throw it. Throw it? Like in the air. He made the gesture like he used to do with the world title and, oh. the, and the intercontinental title. He's like, if I had it, might have to start fucking it up. And the crowd cheered at the thought of Naito doing that again. We all love that gimmick.
1: We loved it. Mm-hmm. I loved it. We loved it.
0: Exactly. Everyone loved it. Curtis was looking yeah. down and he didn't see me make the gesture, the throw de- gesture. No, gesture I didn't. as I did it. I'm sorry. Um, okay. So um, obviously, oh, sorry. You go.
1: No. Um. Yeah. I'm. I'm really fucking excited about that. I hope he's selling TMDK shirts uh, this sure. weekend. I want to get a TMDK shirt. Sure. My wife has said that she wants a uh, Michael Oku shirt and a ZSJ shirt. So we're uh, we're going to be just dropping all the coin there you this go. weekend.
0: I hope to get a new Robbie Eagle exclusive TMDK shirt. Despite being here in Perth, I've never actually bought a TMDK shirt. And so it seems appropriate that I should buy it in Japan <laughs> instead of in a <laughs> Uh, but yeah, someone so,
1: someone you know. was saying how uh, how they did the the just four guys shirts, and then they changed them really quickly to just five guys. Yeah, they were like, oh, that had to have been a Takamichi Noku thing because he's <laughs> such a fucking carny. I think it was
0: Super but Jay Carson said that they're not wrong. <laughs>
1: it seems it seems like it seems like a Robbie thing.
0: Oh, oh it's, it's a Robbie. You, it's all wrestlers move. It's a Chris Jericho, <laughs> Y2AJ move. Like it's if people have done it since the dawn of time. it's how you. It's how you get it done. You know, yeah, was, that was a veteran move by Robbie. It's his last chance to get that sweet bullet club coin. You're gonna you're gonna that was great. flip a few. Absolutely. So uh, big title match, IWGP, world heavyweight championship match, Okada versus Sonata. Again, we've talked about it already today. What what are you hoping will happen? Like if you uh if you had the book right now, are you are you wanting an upset or are you wanting a, a solid Okada defense? It says third defense,
1: you know, which is surprising to me. I feel like he's You uh, know what would make me laugh so fucking hard is just Okada big dicking brand new Sonata in like Just like kiyomiya
0: style It's <laughs> like kiyomiya. squash
1: the fuck out of him. I did love that promo where
0: he's like where he's like he was talking about him being his rival he's like, Where have you been your bastard? And then he's like, you know, change your haircut. New boys ain't gonna mean fuck all. I'm about to slap ten shades of shit through you, so yeah. get ready for a fucking ass whipping.
1: I absolutely love Big Dick Energy, Angry Dad Okada. Yeah, I love this shit. It yeah. makes me so fucking happy. Yeah. Um, New Sonata, that's fine. He looks like he's so full of life, and he's got, he's got Tai Chi there with him, and they're like hugging and kissing and stuff, and yeah. I love it. Nah. black shorts okada ain't got time for that nonsense black <laughs> shorts okada ain't down, got man. time for your fucking bullshit the fuck you down. are gonna get rainmakered and that's it
0: <laughs> you got a little I can, I can
1: imagine them yeah yeah i can imagine them pulling up in the like in the venue sonata's like so what do you want to do tonight and he's like well figure uh i'll probably uh start work a little slow uh after a few minutes i'll hit you with a drop kick spinning tombstone uh and then uh rainmaker you're done yeah. It's like Eight minutes, emerald Flosion.
0: Like he's like, have you ever seen my uh, closing stretch before?
1: Yeah, we're just gonna do that.
0: See ya, out there, kid. Yeah.
1: <laughs> time and time again, uh, until uh, un- until you never ever beat me and you retire, go away. I'm <laughs> Kazuchika Okada. Yeah,
0: exactly. But I think we, I I agree. I don't I don't think we're seeing a new champ here, but I think we're gonna see a competitive Sonata. Like I think he'll there'll be near falls and it'll be close and things like that. But I don't think he's going to get there. I don't even think it's going to take two raid makers to put him to sleep. You know what I mean? I think there'll be lots of near falls, but once he hits him, that'll be a wrap.
1: Does Okada kick out of his new finisher? That's a big modified DDT. That's a big call
0: because they're, they're building it. Right. So either he doesn't get it off at all, Or, like, he doesn't kick out, but it's like a leg on the rope kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like, it's not Mm. a full kick out. Or he hits it on him, but it's on the outside, or he's right near the ropes. And as he hits it, it kind of rolls out of the ring. And it's not just, like, trying to get him back in, but it protects the finisher. Like, that's how they do it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've seen wrestling before. I know how this works. (laughs) (laughs) And then lastly, did you see they've announced the
1: Monet match now? Versus Azm,
0: versus Hazuki, who I don't know because I'm not. I don't know uh, it very well, like a stardom that is. But I had what I had read that uh, Mercedes Monet had confirmed she would be at Sakura Genesis, and I was looking at the the run sheet, and you know, as the matches were announced, and there was she was nowhere to be seen on it, and I was like, oh wow, that's that's pretty interesting. I wonder if they've just pulled it or whether we'll still get that. Uh, I think it's Azumi, I think it's A-Z-M, Azumi. Yeah, uh, Azumi. Thank you, Karen Watchers Wrestling, otherwise I wouldn't know that. Um, shout out Karen Watches Wrestling, great YouTube channel. Uh, but I've just seen that put in the slot just above the World Championship match, I don't know if that's where it will sit in the order, is second champion, mercedes Monet, IWGP Women's Championship match, three-way match versus challenger Azumi versus challenger Hazuki.
1: It's a three-way match. It is a three-way match. Dude, I love Hazuki.
0: Who who tell I me love about it. Who, who is Suzuki?
1: So uh Hazuki is someone who's she's been away from wrestling for quite a while. She actually retired for about two years. Really? Uh and has only recently come back. She was a, a great uh heel okay. when she unexpectedly retired, mm-hmm. and she has just recently come back. She is Absolutely fucking fantastic. What Um, faction? She currently, I think she's just in stars. Um, I don't think she has a specific faction. She was in uh, Oedo Tai when she left. Okay. Um, But when Oedo Tai kind of had a shake up, um, there's there's a lot about Oedo Tai. God damn it. So she Ah uh, okay so she came back in 2021 so she's been back for a while
0: oops <laughs> couple of years um sure
1: she retired in 2019 so yeah okay uh-huh. that's when it was um Oedo Tai like there were a lot of rumors about why Hazuki uh, uh, retired and stuff like that. And I don't want to go into that. It's very personal stuff. And it's, it's a story that none of us actually know. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, gone for two years. She's back now and she's ready to fucking kick ass and take names. I think she's a fantastic wrestler. She was one of my favorites when she left. Uh-huh. She's kind of changed her style a little bit. She used to be a lot more heelish. Um, she's kind of a tweener right now. Um, yeah. I think you're going to see something special from this match. Cause uh, commander AZM dude, She's the fucking, she's the shit. She's one of those when you can, you can hold them up and say like this, this chick is the future. Yeah. So like AZM and dark SLK are like the fucking, the future of, of stardom. They, they are going to be those forever rivals, you know, mm-hmm. those, those we're destined to do this forever, uh-huh. Batman and Joker sort of things. I think you're going to see some cool shit cool. out of, uh, AZM. Cool. Cool.
0: Nah, I'm excited. Uh, I, th- I think it's going to be cool, uh, and I think it's going to be a great opportunity. I'm taking some friends with me to Sakura Genesis, and I think they're going to love seeing the Stardom wrestlers as well. So I think that's going to be really cool. And talk about a huge event. We've really got our money's worth. It wasn't like a super cheap event to buy tickets to. Uh, it's in a very special venue, and there are just like some great matches on this card. So I'm very, very excited for it. Now you said that Hazuki is a tweener. You know what else is a tweener? That's NordVPN. It's tween NordVPN. you and malicious forces on the internet. NordVPN. Boom. How was that Segway? You approved. I love that Curtis one. approved. I, I, saw, I love that one. I saw a like loving nod, like a you got it, kid. That's good. That was pretty. Good. <laughs> Like that, like that gif where it's, I think it's Robert Redford or whatever, where he's on the back of the horse, he just gives you the slow nod as it zooms in on him. That was the look you gave me then, and I felt
1: true pride. I was wondering how. I was wondering how. It was great. Yeah, it was a good one.
0: I had you. We we're always working on it. So,
1: so tell me about tell me about this NordVPN.
0: Do I even need to tell anybody about it? Surely they fucking know. If they don't, it's because their entire internet history has been wiped clean and they no longer have the internet or a device because they didn't have NordVPN. They're listening
1: to us. They didn't have anyone to help them?
0: they're listening to us on a friend's phone who's educating them about their mistakes. in prison yeah, because you know their entire do. identity was scrubbed and they're basically in like right. a Mexican prison where nobody knows who they are, what they are, where they came from. and somebody's got them on us on like an illegal two-way radio cobbled together with bits from the kitchen to be like, hey, you don't need to be here. You could have not been here if you had Nord VPN. This is how bad it can fucking get. You're in a gulag. Because you didn't spend just a little bit of money, you didn't log into NordVPN.com slash shorts, you, you would have had your life together. Instead, now between meals, the guards are stuffing you in a wicker <laughs> ball and having elephants kick it around in the, the fucking yard for their entertainment. I realise I've been through oh, every type of international prison. It's been, <laughs> and a Russian gulag. I've been through every type because they're all the same when it comes to internet jail, where you will be when somebody takes everything you yeah. hold
1: dear. You don't want to. You don't want to, yeah, to go to jail. Yeah, you don't want to
0: go to jail. Do you want your entire life and everything you've built for scrubbed away as somebody slides into your identity?
1: Taken. Stolen from you. Taken.
0: And you know what? Not even a fucking, like a, a Taken style movie character. I'm going to think of his name. Liam Neeson would be able to save you. What you need is a preventative Liam Neeson. And that preventative mm-hmm. Liam Neeson that's ahead of the curve, that's taken them before they take you, is NordVPN. I was getting that's back right. there
1: And somewhere. You can grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com slash shorts to get a huge discount off of your NordVPN plan plus one additional month for free it's completely risk free with Nord's 30 day money back guarantee not only do you get Liam Neeson safe you know safety you also get money back
0: cuz you, you know what Liam Neeson's fucking awesome you know what that's great for his daughter that that like he comes for her, but guess what she's already fucking dead it's too late what you need is preventative Liam Neeson he sees mm-hmm. a terrorist even think, look in the wrong way at his daughter. Kill him first. And that's what NordVPN does. Kills your enemies. Sees <laughs> <laughs> so them driven before them and hears the lamentations of their women. That's right. This in, the, in this one ad, we've been through every type of president in the world, taken the movie, and now we've somehow ended up at Conan the Bible. And we started oh. from talking about a tweener wrestler from stardom. This is my greatest segue ever. You're welcome. You're welcome, NordVPN. Thank you for the protection.
1: For the beautiful protection offered by going to nordvpn.com slash shorts.
0: There you go. That's right. How was that one, Curtis? <laughs> really proud of that.
1: I I'm not sure how they're going to feel about that one, but I loved it.
0: You know what? They haven't paid me a red fucking cent, so I don't really care how they feel about it. <laughs> but what they have given me is protection. And that makes they me They have feel given me protection. They've given me protection. Free protection. And so I feel very safe because of it. So thank you, NordVPN. And they can do that for you too. You can have all the benefits that I have on all of my devices. Thank you to NordVPN. Godspeed. I'm going to – I
1: have to take a picture of the the pugs they were <laughs> – Priority they're, they're, they're bathing in the sunlight. Oh, sorry. Are
0: you sending it to me? They're so sweet.
1: I'm sending it to you.
0: All right. It will go on the Instagram so everybody can understand what they're dealing with. <laughs> they're sleeping on each other. That's adorable. Yeah. I will pile, return pile. the photo of Synthwave Mochi uh, from, I don't know why I said Mochi, her name's Mochi, uh, that I took not that long ago as she stared at me. Please feel free to direct your eyes to our chat to see what I mean by
1: that statement. Oh. What a little dreamboat. Yeah but synth, you synth see what I mean wave by synth wave co- <laughs> purple and purple and blue and yep. pink. I love that. Yep. There you go. Oh man. Show officially derailed one more time. So guess what? What? Guess what? Guess who we are. Who are we? The King of Shorts, the international wrestling grand prix. <laughs> oh, our intro. <laughs> <laughs> our intro.
0: This is your best friend, Rafe Two
1: that, <laughs> 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 We've been on the horn for like two hours. <laughs> Do it in
0: the outro. Fuck it. I'm your bad friend, Ray Fusion. That's your good friend, Curtis Spears. You're listening to the Carter's Shorts podcast. Welcome, everybody. Oh Just in God. time to say, <laughs> <laughs> rate and subscribe, listen or die, keep it right, keep it tight, and most importantly, keep it what, Curtis? Sure.